Hey guys, George Mesa, Third Eye Edify Podcast, here with a short video to kind of almost collect my thoughts here as the new year starts and put myself into perspective for you. And some of the things that I've been thinking about lately, some concepts that have already been brought up that I found a very interesting sync that I really think you should look at and just kind of think about in your own way. There's lots of ways to interpret anything. There's more than one side to every story, right? And that's the best part about doing th stuff like this, research like this. I can, I suddenly see something that I wouldn't have if I wasn't looking at all these different facets of all these different parts of knowledge. Knowledge and, as I always say, truth. I think this veers a little away from truth, but at the same time, this is a sink that almost shouldn't happen. Synchromistic, if you will, but maybe it should have happened. Maybe there's a real good reason for this. People out there watching, leave a comment. Tell me what this makes you think of. Tell me if you want to collaborate and push this idea further. I'm curious where it goes because it's got a lot of little elements of things I've mentioned recently. Let me show you a few little shots and I think it'll make it make itself a little clearer for you. Um, this here is the circle of fifths from music. We start at C and every click to the right, every time we move clockwise, we get what's known as a fifth in music. Think about it this way. C, D, E, F, G. That's five letters away. C, G, D, A, and so on. When I discuss music theory when I've shown uh, theory to my students or when I've shown you here or on uh, my fancy little shirt that I was wearing from the Innerverse podcast. Maybe I should just flash it one more time. It's kind of a little foreshadowing here. You guys can interpret that however you want. And there is a holy trinity in music that is beyond what is called the triad or a chord. And this is where chords in a key like to go. This is how music behaves, so to speak. C is 1, F is 4, G is 5 in the key of C major. If you're not a music person, don't worry. The bottom line is I want you to know what's circled in red is, and don't worry about the little AM that's in the circle here. That wasn't meant to be in the circle. These three as chords create the basis of all music theory and anywhere on the wheel it's the same relationship if you go to a on the right then d and e the surrounding letters are the main chords of that key so they go together in this wheel and that's one of the reasons we look at music in this circle of fifths there are other wheels however that i've shown in the past i related this one to the signs of the zodiac now here you can see we have C, the next letter is C sharp. And for anyone that does know music, that's the very next letter, or picture it as the very next piano key, or the very next fret up. Now the reason I'm showing you this one, and the reason I've shown it in the past, is because there is a very strong energy musically between C and F sharp. And just look at what happens. If we bring C down to the bottom of the wheel, it is now on the outsides again of F and G. So this got me thinking about something I mentioned in episode six from a book called Esoteric Structure of the Alphabet by Alvin Boyd Kuhn. Pretty incredible stuff.
and he was discussing, and I'll show in a little crude drawing, because this is the easiest thing I could do for you. If you take the alphabet, 13 on each side, A down to M, the descension, and then N up to Z, the ascension. Now, maybe there's a coincidence here. There's several things to think of. I wrote it in this design just to give it a quality of a circle. I will show it with a circle in a minute. But look at A, and look at the bottom of the left line of letters, M. They have a similar quality to their shape, their design. Now look at N, and look at the top of this, Z. They are the same on a different angle. Maybe there's something to that. There's much more to the alphabet than we think. And the connection between all the alphabets is incredible. Perhaps I'll have a guest on very soon about that exact topic. Now, look at what Alvin Boyd Kuhn describes in that book. You bring it, you bring the alphabet down, it descends, and then it, to M, you go to N, and you come back up. But look what happens when you do what I just did with that circle of music. You bring the first one all the way down in between the bottom two, and look what we get, man. Now, I could talk about what this is for a long time. It's a short episode, is my plan here. And I wanted to just bring that to your attention. Take a good look at this. Take a good look at what the alphabet could mean. And in that book, he describes A as zero and B as one. So the A could exist between the M and the N. If A is zero, it doesn't have to be where it is. You could put it somewhere else, maybe. Just thoughts. Thinking out loud. Put these things into perspective, because this is an impactful thing to discuss right now. Again, this is that wheel that I was just referencing. Bring C down. It fits perfectly musically in between F and G just like it did in the circle of fifths when it's already present between F and G. And now take one last look at this. This is now a wheel of 26. Now it's not exact because it just doesn't fit the exact bill where it fits. C replaced what was in between F and G. Here, I just have to bring an arrow down and it looks very, very, very similar spell the word man. This is a stunning similarity. And, and so much more. These are all language-related ideas. There is a descent and an ascent, much like the hero's journey, much like anything else that can be fit into a nice little circle, much like the circle of life or the way that you're supposed to write a story. So... It's pretty incredible to me that with two different versions of the musical wheel, the two that we primarily use, there really isn't another one. This is the way we use our wheel, our musical wheels. C, F, and G have that perfect relationship. Even when F and G are at the bottom, the C can be brought down through a musical concept that I did not go into in this video. But see my episode, I was recently on Chance's Interverse podcast. I discussed that pretty thoroughly. And you can check out my episode four, where I went into some detail about music and how the dissonance of music actually brings us, brings the listener to hear what is supposed to be heard through the interaction of notes, through the rhythms, because music is its own entire language. Now we take the basis of our own English language, the alphabet, and we have a stunning similarity to what happens musically. 
there's a lot more to the story, I'm sure. And um, maybe the best thing for me to do here, since I already called this out as a short episode, is say, I've said what I wanted to say for this episode. Is it a teaser for something else? Maybe. No comment yet. But keep these concepts in mind. And if all of this is completely brand new information to you, then maybe it's time that we got back to the way things were. All those astrologers back in the day, hundreds of years ago, they knew music really well. They knew other languages really well. And maybe this is why everything is interconnected. Every single thing, every element of everything in this entire realm that we exist in is completely connected in more ways than one. And in some ways that are very surprising, but they shouldn't be. When you start to question everything with good intention, you start to make connections that will benefit you. And it could also make for interesting topics at family dinners and so on. <laughs> so let, let that be at least something of an inspiration. But um, please leave a comment, like, subscribe, share this. If you think it was pretty important and interesting and surprising for a little snippet of an episode. And uh, find me on Rockfin. Find me on Patreon. I have some interesting little goodies for anyone that subscribes to me there. And thank you. I think this year is going to be pretty exciting. I've got some very interesting interviews coming up. I'll say that at the very least. And I'm looking forward to them. And I hope you do too. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you guys very soon.